This podcast contains discussions about mental health and may contain discussions about suicide and self-harm. If you or somebody that you know is experiencing distress or is in immediate danger, dial triple O or call Lifeline on 131114 or Beyond Blue on 1300 224636. Also, if you believe that someone you love is experiencing a mental health issue, please encourage them to go and talk to their GP as soon as possible. Thanks very much for listening. Hello folks and welcome to episode 29 of the How You Going Mate podcast. That is my name. Uh, of course, we do this. Uh, we do this podcast every week now, and uh, on one week we have uh, what we call the catch up, which is just a, a little fifteen twenty minute kind of you know diatribe about what's going on in our world and what we're seeing on social media. And of course, this is our longer form podcast. We usually do these for about an hour or so, and uh, we're trying to cover a range of topics related to mental health and wellness. And uh, a little while back, probably uh, just before we uh, just before we went into coronavirus lockdown uh, I got it was actually just at the very beginning of this I got the uh, I got a message from a, a, an old work friend of mine a woman named Erin who asked us to um was, was sort of suggested that we might want to look at childhood anxiety and um and kids that are dealing with childhood anxiety and of course parents supporting their children to manage that and um I've said this before and I'll say it again uh, whenever you call me and ask me to uh, do a topic uh, usually I think that that means that you want to talk about it. So I'm going to ask you, or perhaps you've got some knowledge around it. So I got to have this conversation uh, with Erin probably about yeah, probably about a month, and a month and a half ago now, two, no, actually nearly two months ago now, uh, just around um, her daughter and um, how they manage and support her, her anxiety. And I, I think it's something we're starting to uh, see more and more in children. I think it's something that we're starting to recognise more and more in children. I think uh, maybe traditionally and historically we haven't actually uh, acknowledged anxiety and, and, and other mental health conditions in children, mental health conditions in children, but um, we're certainly starting to do that now. We're getting much better at doing that. So it's it's something that uh, we're really keen to explore and certainly something that exists um, in my world. So again, a, a, an area I was uh, happy to kind of look into with Erin, and, and there's some really interesting uh, tips and advice and perspective um, about the impact on the family, but also about how to support your young people to manage this. And I think, as I said, we were discussing this pre-corona or, or at the very beginning of the corona crisis. So um, I think now um, in the last, I know professionally, uh, the organisation I work for are doing workshops around um, supporting young people to have um, through this corona crisis, and I certainly know that it's impacted on me, would have impacted on a whole lot of people as well. So if you do happen to be um, one of those people that I guess is you know, dealing with this, um, what I'd suggest is um, jump onto the net and have a little bit of a look. There's some really interesting resources out there, but also don't be scared to go and have a chat to your doctor and go and have a chat to the people uh, around you and explain to people what's happening for you and your family. I mean, I think it... Uh, anytime we get the opportunity to talk about mental health, we also have the opportunity to kind of um, educate people and inform people about what's happening in our worlds. So like I said, a really interesting chat before we talk about Erin. Um, a, a big thank you to, again, all of our supporters. Uh, we've got still getting great reactions uh, from uh, all of our, uh, all the people out there that um, uh, listen to our show. Um, a really big thank you, and I was really happy to see you during the week, um, Simon, who we spoke to Simon and Blake a, a couple of months back now, and really interested to see Simon um, updating his progress on Facebook. And this has been a challenging time for all of us. And, and Simon was quite open and honest about how he's been uh, managing himself and managing his wellness through this uh, coronavirus uh, situation. And so, um, you know, I'm really looking forward to uh, sitting and having a chat again with Simon and Blake fairly soon. And uh, hopefully being able to uh, get an update. 
around Simon, what Simon's doing. But if you get a chance, jump on to um, their Facebook page, which is Listen, another mental health, health initiative. I don't believe in competitors in this space. I believe that you know all of us um, are contributing to the conversation and the narrative around mental health and well-being. So if you do get a chance, jump onto their Facebook page, shoot them a like. And of course, um, as, I say, as I always say, if you hear anything you like in this episode or you see anything, hear anything you like on any of our episodes or you see anything you like on the Facebook pages or the Instagram pages, please feel free to share it. Um, the more the merrier. Uh, we're consistently seeing uh, our Facebook likes going up and that's a really positive thing for us. So I'd really, uh, I, I want to continue to watch that grow and grow and grow. So um, thank you very much for your support. Enjoy this episode uh, with Erin, and uh, where we talk about childhood anxiety and, of course, uh, supporting well-being. And uh, without further ado, let's just ask Erin the question. Erin, how are you going, mate? I'm going really good. How are you going, mate? <laughs> oh, I'm going really well. Good. Nice look, nice enunciation there as well. That's good. Oh, thank how you. How are you going, mate? How are you? <laughs> <laughs> now, um, people will figure this out as we go along. We've How long have we known each other for now? Ten years. 10 Probably years, 11 more. years. Yeah, 2009 oh, I started with you. You were the first person I met on the job. I'm old, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. And I was in my boot. <laughs> oh, that's right, because you'd right. hurt your foot dancing. I had. Oh, goodness. There we go. That's so long ago. It is. Oh, well, I'm commenting off air that, you know, it's now officially three decades, really, when you think about it, the the noughties, the teens, and now the 20s. That's right. Oh my goodness! Uh, now people will figure out as they listen to this that we have we known each other for a while. We worked together many moons ago, and um, you made the mistake, as we said off air. <laughs> so people, what happens is, is people go, "Oh, I've got this really great idea for an episode of your podcast," and I will often reply, "Well, uh, when are you available to record?" Yeah, um, not what I thought, but that's what. Here we go. <laughs> you, you were like, "Oh, and did you want to talk on the phone about it?" No, no, no. I'm going to come to your house yeah. with microphones, and we're going to talk about yeah, this because I've done this before. Because, yeah, well, <laughs> hey, I haven't done it before. Actually, I sort of have, but um, I haven't done this before. Um, but no, it, uh, the you came out with something really interesting, which is, um, and as we said off air, what we try and do is talk about a variety of things. Mm-hmm. People are under misapprehension that this is a men's mental health podcast, and it's not. It, it we have a lot of men on here, and we talk about men stuff. And clearly, as I said, I'm a man, but uh, last time I checked, I was. That's how I identify. <laughs> um, but um, you talked about the idea of children's mental health. That's right, and. Um, and in particular, and, and this is something, and we again, we spoke about off air, which is something we share, which is having a child that has a level of anxiety. Correct. So with all of that being said, um, when, when you hear the term mental health, mm-hmm. what does that mean to you? From a parent perspective, yeah. it means what kind of a day we're going to have. It means stress. It means panic. It means... What can I be doing to make the world a little bit easier? Yeah. Um, it, you know, needing to be organised, needing to be compassionate and patient, understanding. So, and so we're clear for the people listening, two daughters. Mm-hmm. It's the older daughter? Or? The eldest, Okay, yeah, that's okay, right. cool. And how, when, what were your sort of early warning signs that you kind of went, mm, this is, something's going on here? She was officially diagnosed at the age of... Uh, eight, okay. I believe, eight or nine. Um, the warning signs, she's a very emotional child, so she would cry yep. um, at things that we didn't think were necessarily worthy of crying. Just sort of disproportionate outbursts. Absolutely, that, yeah. absolutely. Um, and the world was a very tricky place sometimes for her. So yeah. um, she would, you know, cry at drop-off nearly every morning at preschool yeah. uh, for significant periods of time. Yeah. Um, and just when you think that you've worked it out, it happens again yeah um funnily enough by the time she got to primary school she was actually a lot more settled um and the transition was phenomenal so we learned fairly on that with um a lot of explaining and preparation and information for her she was able to cope a bit better yeah, yeah. um it then hit a point when when she was about eight where we started to notice that it was flaring up again. Mm. Um, She wasn't coping with everyday life. Mm. Um, She would cry for hours and hours on end at night. Mm. She'd be up, you know, we'd try to put her to bed at 7.30, 8 o'clock, and at 10.30, 11 o'clock, she was still hysterically crying. And it was about the what-ifs. 
um, and it could be a completely random what if, yeah. no, nothing that's even relevant in her world. Yeah. Um, so she was going off tangents. Yeah. Um, or she would be dwelling on things that happened weeks ago and she wasn't able to move on from that. Yeah, shake them off. That's right. Mm. So we um, went to a psychologist with her. Wasn't a good a good mix. We didn't get a good vibe. So yeah. we had booked her into uh, another one that was very reputable in the area, but there was a significant waiting list. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we did what we could. Um, started seeing her psychologist, um, which started to help, but it wasn't quite enough. Mm. So we booked into the paediatrician. Um, and when we went to the paediatrician, I went armed with evidence. So I had diaries. I had records. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had everything ready to go. And I basically said to him, I think we need to have a very serious discussion. My child is not coping with the world. Mm. I think we need to explore medicine, mm. which was a very scary thing to do. Um, mm. People criticize adults when they're on an anti-anxiety medication, yeah, yeah. let alone a nine-year-old child. Yeah. Um, and he was phenomenal. He could see that we had tried everything we possibly could and we were getting the, the support and the services that she needed. Yeah, However, yeah. we still weren't able to to just break it enough to be able to get through. Yeah. So he was very supportive, um, started her on the medicine, and within weeks we noticed the world of difference. So yeah, yeah. the medicine paired with the therapy mm-hmm. was the perfect answer. And she remained in therapy for three or four years. Yeah. So that's that's her story. The, the, the medicine is a really interesting thing, um, depending on who you listen to, like some people – one of the best podcasts I've listened to in terms of mental health, and it sounds really weird because this dude's got, you know, people often downplay what he does, but was is Dr. Phil. Yeah. I, I listened to Dr. Phil talk on the Joe Rogan show once. Phenomenal. He knows like, his stuff. He does know. I mean, admittedly what he does, but he, he admits on that podcast, he's like, I know I'm not curing people in no, 45 that's minutes. Right. That's not happening. Um, but he talks about he's slowed Medicaid. Mm-hmm. Um, because he wants to see people have tried other things Absolutely. beforehand. And um, for me, I, I say to people, I describe it as, um, and I'm, I don't know if your daughter's experience was the same or not, but I, and we've, I've had various descriptions. Um, you know, Mikey, who was on here, describes it as white noise. Mm-hmm. Other people describe it as a fog. Mm-hmm. Um, I describe it as a spa bath. Mm-hmm. It's like a spa swirling. Yeah. And you can't get it to stop swirling. No, that's right. And then what the medication does switches off the spa bath mm-hmm. and stops it from swirling. Yep, that's right. Did you did did your daughter have a similar experience? Did she describe something like that? She wasn't able to articulate it. She was okay. too young. All she knew was that she was constantly crying and constantly worried. Her it's... words were worried, and she was she was she was presenting scared. Yeah, she would tremble. She would shake. She would feel sick in her stomach. Yeah, all the time. Did you guys ever? Did you ever kind of come to a conclusion about? what might have triggered it did you ever figure something out or was it just it's genetic just she's had it It runs in the gene pool right. so right which one was, your dad who's, yeah who's probably a, me like, <laughs> you could that was his head to blame that's dad. Okay. No, no it's no, all no. his fault his fault <laughs> him it's always it's, him it's, it's probably not he's actually really cool karma collected to yeah, be honest yeah. um but it's you know there is evidence to say that these things are carried down through the generations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I talk about it all the time. I'm third generation. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, she's probably significantly more Ten, than that. Tenth generation. Yeah, possibly, possibly. <laughs> no, well, I talk about. I think I've said it in the very, very first you know episode. I had a grandfather that self medicated. Yeah. Um, most of his life. Yeah. Um, I was in my early thirties when I had my diagnosis, and my mum went, "Yeah, me too." Mm. Um, and I went, "Oh, shit, okay, that explains yep. some stuff." Um, you know, I, I it, it's. It happens. It does. There's definitely a genetic component to it. There is. And the reason that we had to act on it was because we wanted her to be a well-adjusted child who could learn strategies at a young age so she didn't end up in her 20s or 30s and still not have it figured out. So before we... you know, before we did go to the, the pediatrician and get the medicine, I spoke to a few friends and one of mine works um, with teenagers mm. and she's a counsellor. So she sort of said to me, I tell the kids I work with, you know, and she used the example, my husband's a diabetic mm. and he needs insulin to survive. Mm. Mm. Do you give your husband insulin? Yeah. Of course I do. Yeah. Well, then give your child the medicine she needs as well. Yeah. 
So if they've got a headache or they've had an operation, they need pain relief. If you're an asthmatic, you manage it with Ventolin. That's exactly right. So once she said that to me, I instantly went, you're exactly right. And I was more comfortable with my decision. I was worried about what people would think. Yeah. Um, Because, you know... People judge other people's parenting lifestyles. It's just what happens. Oh, you're just a bad parent. You can't control your kid. Exactly. Or, you know, I'm looking for the easy way out because I'm medicating. No, I'm not looking for the easy way out. We still went to therapy every fortnight. Yeah. And we still did all the strategies at home. And, you know, we did everything that we possibly could. She just needs it to help. Some of those other strategies that you tried, I agree 100% with you there. I also honestly believe that it has to be multifaceted absolutely so I, I think you know quite often people try medication without doing anything else yep. and medication will make you feel better but but if you're point. not dealing with the issue you're, right. you're getting back to feeling yep. exactly how you feel um and there's only so much medication you can take That's before right. it you know becomes dangerous um if you're just doing one like you know so the wellness stuff that we do mm-hmm. people go oh, i tried i've tried walking and it doesn't help me yep. you know no cool that's awesome but have you walked and eaten well and done gratitudes and stopped drinking and taken medication and seen your counsellor? Yeah. Mm, no, no, we'll do all of those things because, yeah. you know, guess what? Mental health is That's not, right. you know, it's not just like, it's like losing weight. It's not just doing one thing. You have to do a bunch of things. That's right. To make it work properly. Yep. And, and she had to learn a bunch of different strategies. So what were some of the stuff that she, you did with her at eight, nine, ten years of age? Yep. What are some of the – give us some – give me an example. So some of the things that we were doing, we had some fantastic books hmm. um, that we were able to read, the Panicosaurus. Yep. Um, and there's – The Panicosaurus. It, it's called the Panicosaurus. <laughs> it's phenomenal. Oh, is he a T-Rex? I just got to imagine him with – Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got short arms and he can't yep. grab stuff. And there's <laughs> other there's other books in the same kind of category yeah. and it's about – helping kids to understand how their brain is working. Yeah. So it's just a smoke detector that's faulty yeah. and it's just started ringing and it, you know, we need to silence it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so under the guidance of the psychologist, there were strategies along the lines of, you know, well, recognizing what the feelings are Yeah. and recognizing that, you know, when you, when your heart starts to beat faster, when you start to shake, when you get a tummy ache, yeah. um, that could be the, you know, the smoke detector's going off. Yeah. So look around your environment. You know, there's nothing that's changed. You've yeah. got your safe people around you. So it's learning to, you know, breathe through it. Challenging um, those feelings. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Taking control of your brain again. So yeah. basic things like the the belly breathing, yeah. um, where she would have to put her hands on her tummy and, and breathe deeply to feel her tummy go in and out. Um, we also did things, they gave her um, games. So you do the alphabet game, which is, you know, starting with A, think of different types of food and yeah. go all the way down the alphabet or animals or, you know, as she Names. got older, it became countries. Yeah. And, you know, we got scientifically harder. Um, <laughs> and she still to this day does that. Yeah. She'll get anxious and I she'll start used, doing the alphabet. I used to do that to go to sleep. Yep. I used to, as a little kid, struggle to go to sleep. It's the same thing. You're switching your brain off. That's yeah. exactly what she's doing. I was scared of the dark. I was really scared of the dark when I was a little boy. Yep. And I, I'd have to lie I in bed. I still am as a grown-up. I don't like the dark. <laughs> I, well, I got I, I got over it in my teens. I, um, I sort of challenged myself and forced myself to get through it. Um, yeah, I'm still not a massive fan of it. Yeah. Um, but I'm not scared of it anymore. Yep. Like, I have a scar on my wrist from where my mum asked me to put stuff in the bin. And I ran out to Absolutely. the bin, ran back, yep. and put my hand through a window on the way back and cut my yep. wrist open. Yeah. Um, so, I yeah, can understand that. I petrified. Yeah, I slept with I slept with a nightlight till I was fourteen. Yep, that's yeah. that's okay. That's yeah. what you need. Yeah, but um, so for her, that she is at a point now where she does that for herself. She can mostly yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So sometimes she will let us know. Yeah. Um, and she has this amazing calm down kit in her yeah. bedroom. So. Uh, we bought a lot of items. What's in a calm down kit? Oh, yeah, what isn't on. in a calm down kit? Okay. So we have fidget spinners, stretchies, pulleys, squishies, yeah. um, special colouring in books and pens or pencils yeah. that you can only use when you are needing to calm down. Yeah. Um, we have, you know, teddies that she can cuddle. Um, so it's a tactile it's stuff. It's very, it? very sensory. Yeah. yeah. But it's called her calm down kit. Yeah, and cool. it's two big boxes from Kmart. Depending on the day will depend on what she needs. Okay. So sometimes we'll walk in and she's got the fidget spinner. Other days we'll walk in and she's coloring and all drawing. Yeah. Um, or she'll be, you know, doing her alphabet game. Yeah. Um, she's gotten to the point now, thankfully, where, you know, we'll just walk past her in the house and she'll say, I just want to let you know that I was a little bit worried about 
whatever it was. Mm. But I've managed to do the alphabet with countries or mm. American states as her new fun one. Um, and I'm feeling oh, a lot wow. better. That'd be tough. Yeah, she's... I don't know if there's any Zs. No. Or Zs. No. Neither no. do I. No. Or places... It's yeah. So yeah, she's I used actually. I to hate when I got like the X, you know, yeah, no. QRX was you know, like it was just yeah, like. No, she just does what she yeah. can. So, um, it's you know she's gotten to a stage where yeah she can do it herself. Um, sometimes she will need a little bit of guidance, but not a lot, mm. because we were able to at the start. And at the start, we would have to do it with her. I spent hours and hours coloring in, mm. um, and it's amazing what will come out if you sit there and quietly color in. Yeah. Um, a lot of the time, and even now, you'll say, what do you think you're worrying about? And she's got absolutely no idea, mm. not a clue. So some quiet time together, and all of a sudden she'll go, oh, I think it's because of this. Mm. Um, in the past, we would say, well, you know, is it this? Is it this? We would try to solve the problem for her. Mm-hmm. And she would get anxious because she was anxious and didn't know why. Yeah. So she'd start creating a reason. Yeah. So we found it was better to just sit with her. Yeah. And if something came up, then we would work on it. And yeah. if it didn't, she then had to learn it's okay to sit with that feeling. Yeah, my, my daughter will come up with things weeks, even months later, mm-hmm. you know, that this is what it is. Yep. And you kind of go, oh, okay, that makes We're a lot of sense. We're still thinking about it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So we can't push because there's no point pushing. Sometimes she doesn't understand. Yeah. Um, you just sit with it and it's okay to be, to be worried. It's okay to be stressed. It's not okay when it's out of control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... If it comes up, it comes up. If it doesn't, that's okay. The feeling still goes away. Yeah. Um, we also have taught her how to differentiate between excitement and anxiety. Yeah. So, for example, starting high school. Yeah. She's very, very nervous, of course. But she was so super excited. She's been yeah. ready for this for over 12 months. Yeah. So, it was, she, she would say to us, I've got butterflies in my tummy. I'm excited and I'm scared, but I'm excited too. And it's like, yeah. yep, Absolutely. So she's starting to recognize that sometimes it feels the same. Yeah. So in a good situation, for example, starting the high school that you've looked forward to for 18 months yeah. or going to someone's party or meeting someone that you've never met before, yeah. she can see the positive in it rather than the fear factor. Yeah. yeah. She's come such a long way. The benefits to yep, it rather absolutely. than absolutely. So um, she still medicates? No, yes. Yep. Okay, yep. cool. she's still on the medicine. Do you ever see a point where you get her off that, where she's not taking that anymore, or you... Down the right track, now it's possibly. Working, let's just look, leave right it now where it, is. it needs to stay because we have to look at the changes in her life. Yeah. So we had... Um, and, mate, the next two years is going to be deadly. Absolutely. Like it's just going to kill you. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, you know, we had the, the, the transition of going into year five and six. Yeah. Um, and that was big for her. Yeah. Um, and then it was, you know, starting high school. Yeah. So thankfully for us, she got early enrollment into her high school. So in year five, she knew what school she was going to. Yeah, cool. So that was part of the fear gone. Yeah, Whereas yeah, yeah. a lot of her peers around her, they didn't know because yeah. a lot of the schools you can't apply till year six. Yeah. So that fear was, allevi- uh, was alleviated for her. Um, and it was a case of, you know, we've started high school. It's a brand new routine. And yeah. like all of the kids at this point, they're still forgetting things. They're still not used to having to be as organized. Yeah. So in the near future, no, she's going to stay on them because we've got so many things changing. The social world, her hormones. Yeah, well, that's what I was referring to yep, in the next no. two years. That sucks. Yeah, it will. It will. So, you <laughs> And then you'll just get through that one and, and the younger one will happen. easy to it as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. And look, we go to the doctor regularly. She's always getting reviewed for her medication. Um, it, it's not... You know, there's nothing wrong with her being on them. No. Because people wouldn't know if, you know, you've met her tonight for the first time. Yeah. You can't see that she's anxious at the moment because it is so well controlled. Yeah, yeah. So that's what we want. Yeah, I think it's really important. And and, uh, the thing that you touched on as well, we were talking about it, so you guys even um, joked about being organised and routines and things like that. You know, that's obviously something that's really important for mm-hmm. her to feel like, okay, my clothes are on my bed for the next day, so I That's don't right. have to worry about that. Yep. You know, this is done. I don't have to That's worry right. about that. She just gets to step through it. She does. How would you describe the change in her from from her at her worst, for lack yep. of a better term, mm-hmm. to kind of where she is now? Yep. What it's, is- it's amazing. We um, She's done so many wonderful things in the last 12 months. Yeah. Um. 
things that we would normally go, oh. Shit, you can't do that. Yep. And she does it with like flying what? colors. Give me, give me one. What do you got? Um, we did a massive trip to America. Okay. Um, yeah, being on a plane. Year. We'd never been on a plane before. Yeah. And we were booked in for eight flights and two helicopters. Yeah. So oh. the preparation that went into that holiday was three years in the making. Yeah. Um, before we went on, on the plane, about a month before, we drove to a point in Sydney and sat and watched the planes come in and out so that she could hear the noises that they make. Mm. She could see the angles. Mm. She's very scientific. If she understands something, she's fine. Mm. So, you know, we took her and explained the ins and outs of an aeroplane um, so she could see it, she could hear it. Um, just to give her a bit of knowledge about, you know, what they would do. Mm-hmm. And she was phenomenal. She was getting out of Sydney. She actually had an anxiety attack um, and we almost was weren't able to get on the plane. Mm. But that's okay. We got on and she was fine after that. Um, <laughs> Call the air marshals. We, Call we, them over. <laughs> we, we really didn't. Like, we almost didn't get out of Sydney. It oh, was wow. um, quite a stressful couple of hours. So we did and the holiday was phenomenal. But yeah. Every everything that we had planned, we had a calendar for. Yeah. So she knew every day kind of what we were doing. Um, we had to prepare them for crowds mm. because we went to Disney World mm. and the place is packed. Mm-hmm. So it's about, you know, if you stay, make sure you've got an adult's hand with you at all times and you're mm. okay. Mm. So um, we also had to consider accommodation. Mm. We needed to be able to cook our meals because the unpredictability of going to a foreign country with different kind of food was scary. Mm. So we needed to be able to have facilities so that we could cook her something that was normal and predictable. Mm. Otherwise we would have been having McDonald's every night, which is not ideal when you, you know, are away for a month. It's not ideal. Mm. It's, it's not. <laughs> I'll take your word for yeah, it. No, it's not. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> so little things like that, that, you know, the average parent can just, pack up and go, yeah. we couldn't do that. Yeah. We really needed to, you know, educate her as much as we can. We YouTubed all the different rides so that she could see yeah. what it looked like from the seat. Mm. Um, and she had a few anxiety attacks over there on the rides. Her <laughs> sister would go on the ride first, who's yeah. three years younger, and absolutely love it. Mm. And then she would get a turn. So... We had to be really patient and understanding, but mm. we did it, and she can't wait to get back on an aeroplane, mm-hmm. which is great because yeah. neither can we. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dizzy. Oh, Disney Not World. right now. But... I'm to Disney World. Yeah, that's, that's where right. I, that's where it's at. That's right. Yeah, it's really interesting, isn't it? I think um, I think we all do. I, I certainly wouldn't. I wouldn't state that I have an anxiety disorder in any way, shape, or form. Um, but I certainly do get anxious about things, and I will. So I went, you know, when actually this time a couple of years ago, we were on a cruise, but leading up to the cruise, like, yeah, I knew that I was watching ship walkthroughs. Mm-hmm. I knew that thing like the back of my hand. So yep. once I got on there within the first hour, yep. I knew where everything was. I knew where, where I needed to be. I knew yep. how to get to point A to point B the That's best right. way possible. So did we. And it was just like really, mm-hmm. n- for me, it wasn't about alleviating fear. It was more just about like once I'm really like into something, I'm oh, okay. I need to know everything about it. Yeah, sure. Um, but it did ultimately alleviate some of that fear in the sense of okay, I feel really comfortable in this environment. I know where everything is. I know what I need to do. Mm-hmm. This is how it's, I'm going to get the most That's out of right. this holiday. Yeah. Um, and I get the, the 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 fear of anxiety around rides. I, we went to Movie World, mm-hmm. and I said to um, I had uh, my younger daughter who does have anxiety, and I said, oh. Said, see that roller coaster, the Joker roller coaster at the front, the hyper coaster. Mm-hmm. I said, see that. I'm going to go on that one. And she's like, no, you're not, Dad. Mm. No, you're not going on it. She wouldn't let me go on it. Mm. And I snuck away from her. The downside of it is I couldn't fit on it, so I couldn't <laughs> actually go on it. <laughs> so, so I. When I, I walked back, I said, all right, sweetheart, I did go on it. No. She was she was real happy because yep. she thought, oh, you didn't go on it for me. I went, yeah, <laughs> yeah no, sure. that's why. I didn't go on it because you <laughs> okay. told me not to, baby. Yeah. But the truth of it is I didn't go on it because they went, there's, there's literally yes. a thing at the front yes. actually where you go, just check that you fit yeah. and if you don't, don't come on. Yeah. And no. I was like, oh, no, okay. Yeah, no, we're off. I'm not going on. <laughs> that sucks. Mm. Yeah. Mm, that sucks. So, but everything we do needs to have consideration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything. And that's okay. We just do it. Just a level of planning, a level Absolutely. of... Absolutely. Yeah. And execution. the more she knows, the better. And I think that we touched on it before as well, you know, having an understanding as a parent, 
mm-hmm. that you know even I think sometimes as a parent you can you could go through this and you go I've oh, just been a pain in the ass mm-hmm. so even as a parent you know being aware enough to go mm, no actually she's not just been yeah. a pain in the ass sometimes kid. she is absolutely <coughs> oh, yeah, she's yeah. capable of being a child that is just being a pain and Natalie is as stubborn as a day is long absolutely why, yeah, she we just, get those days too she just you know like we had a loose tooth a while back she mm. would not let us touch it. No. She's still got one. She's got one now. She won't let us touch yep. it. Won't let us within We've a been foot there of too. her. Yeah. You know, it literally was hanging like you yep. know. You know the thing when they talk and it's yes. just waving around yep. as yes. they talk. That's yep. what it was doing. Uh huh. No, not touching it. Yep. Because it, it's going to hurt when you pull it. It'll it'll come out on its own. Well, it but and it did. super strong. Came out in a piece of chicken. Nice. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but um, super strong world. Super yep. duper strong world. Yeah, and know. that's a good trait when they get older. You know what? I always say that to people, and you know, it sucks now because you want them to yep, do stuff and they right. won't. But one day when some boys like, hey, let me do this, yep, and they're no. like, nope, nope. You go, good that's girl. right. That's what, that's what daddy that's taught it. you. Yeah, well done. And as parents, you know, we can't just say because I said so. Yeah. And we can't say, just do it. it yeah. Sometimes she needs an explanation and it needs mm. to be, well, why can't I do this? Well, because if you do this, this will happen and then that will lead to that. And she'll go, oh, right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. She just needs an explanation. Yeah. Yeah. What about you guys? What was it like for you in that in that three or four year period when you were trying to work that out? Turbulent. <laughs> it's, it's hard. Yeah. It was really hard yeah. because, you know... One of us would understand it and the other one would be like, not quite sure. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we're having to learn along the way. Yeah. And every child's different. What works yeah. for mine won't necessarily work for yours. Yeah. Um, so as we were figuring it out, you know, we, we had to be consistent and patient. And it is so hard to be patient when you have a child that is just so difficult to do yeah. everything with. Yeah. Um, it, and it's a struggle. It's not her fault. And we understood that. Yeah. Um, but you get tired. Yeah. And it takes its toll. Yeah. So we just had to do the best we could. What do you do to look after yourself in that time? Because um, it, it, I feel like some parents in that situation would feel like, well, I've got to focus so much on them. Yeah, absolutely. My and needs come second. Absolutely. But I think um, as a parent, you need to make sure you've got time for yep. you that you're regenerating and I agree. Revi- yeah. you know. To be honest, my needs were last out of everyone in this household yeah um and when i realized that that was a decent problem yeah um i joined a team sport and i haven't looked back so i needed to do something for me i needed to not be mum or not be the wife i needed to be erin yeah and i'm still doing it and i love it it's it's my me time you do cheerleading i do i do competitive cheerleading competitive cheerleading that's correct so it's not like you know the 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 West Tigers. No, we don't do pom poms. Yes, it is that the jumping, American all star style. If you haven't, if you're not aware, mm-hmm. go and watch the movie. Bring it on. Yep. That'll give you an idea of what you're looking at. That's competitive right. cheerleading. Yep, but I'm just yeah. a little bit older. But it's cool because I think there's, as you say, there's <laughs> significantly well, a little bit older. <laughs> older than the people in Bring It On. Yes, that's correct. Yep. <laughs> you're not a teenager anymore. No. No. Not a high schooler. <laughs> no, um, no, when you're at. <laughs> but um, but the I guess yeah, the the idea is um, I mean when I I we didn't do a team sport. I um, when Steve passed away and I was looking to realising I need to look after my own mental health mm-hmm. a little bit better. I um I went back to martial arts. Yep. And did hapkido for sort of twelve months. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a team. It's very much an individual thing, but it is a team in the sense of you can you. You know, you work out with other people and you rely on other people to, you know, help you and Mm -hmm. train you and keep you safe and all of those sorts of things. And there was connections there because there was guys there that were sort of my age and older that, you know, oh, mate, I think I'm too old to do this. Mate, I'm 50. Come on, you can do it. If I can do it, you can do it, you know. So it was very, lots of encouragement. And martial arts is built built on humility and Mm -hmm. decency and integrity and things like that as well. So there was those sorts of characters there. What did you, when you first went to cheer and you kind of went, oh, yeah, this is for me. Mm. This is good. This is an hour without children. Yep. Hour hour without the husband. Yep. We get to just go and chill. I got to embrace my inner American teenager. You're, You're in a Torrance. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. Absolutely loved it. And still do. It was great for fitness. Yeah, yeah. It was great for social. Yep. It was 
everything I need. So much so that a mutual friend of ours is now doing it with you. She has joined me. That is correct. Killing it. Yes, she is loving it. She'll hear this and she'll know who she is. Absolutely. We're going to get her. Yep. She wears bows all the time in her hair, which is just phenomenal. Oh, I yep. want photos of her in a cheerleading outfit. Just we to... don't have them yet. They're oh, on order, but absolutely. Really? Yep, oh, the what, uniforms what are colors, coming. What colours are we going to do? Our colours are black and coral. Hmm. So. What about um, well, like pink? Like it's a salmon-y like a coral, Yeah, like okay. a coral salmon pinky. Okay. It's lovely. Okay, cool. Yep. Um, and, and the two of like you and your husband together... Mm-hmm. He in didn't join cheerleading. He didn't want to. I don't know why he wouldn't. I know. I said he the same thing. He wouldn't want to hang out with a bunch of women dressed in little cheerleading I outfits. I know. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. I crazy, agree. Crazy talk. Crazy talk. Mate, get mm-hmm. on board. I told him, yeah. but he won't. <laughs> and, and look, people can't see this, obviously, but I'm just I'm sitting here just like almost like a life-size picture of you with your husband <laughs> in the back of the lounge. So you can just see him staring at me here just yep. constantly. That's there. not That's weird. Interesting. No, not strange at all. <laughs> not uncomfortable. No. If you if occasionally see me kind of go, Oh, what's that? You're looking at the family photo. <laughs> right. I'm looking at the family photo. <laughs> okay. Um, the two of you together then, what what do you had, What did you do together to kind of manage that in terms of, okay, we need to just go and have a bit of mummy and daddy time? We did. We had to start organising date nights. Yeah. So we would organise a babysitter and go out for dinner. Cool. Um, or we would do things as a family. Yeah, yeah. Because life just got so busy. Yeah. And especially when you've got, you know, work, school... Um, activities and therapies yeah. to get children to. Yeah. Um, it's quite chaotic. So we would need to make time as a family to go and do something. Now, whether that was have a picnic at a park or go for a drive somewhere, yeah. um, go to the movies, it didn't matter what it was. A board game. Yeah. A board game on the weekend. doesn't always end well, I will admit, but... Why? Because you don't win or... The, no, no, it's not because I don't win. It's because <laughs> the other three don't win. So there can only be one winner and there's three people in my house that really like to win. Uh-huh. So that, that's not always a good thing but we need to learn to share um but we needed to just you know stay on the same team yeah and stay on the same side and take a united front and it worked just figure it out together absolutely yeah yeah and we had so much support around us which is what we needed yeah and look um coming from i guess the background that we come from as well in terms of disabilities i always say there's a lot of parallels between parenting and disabilities Mm -hmm. Um, and that consistency of approach is certainly one of those Absolutely. parallels. Like I say to people all the time, if you can be a, if you can be a, a parent, you can be a disability worker. Mm. Oh, um, of course. Because behaviour management is just about being consistent. That's right. And so it's it's really important to do. Mm-hmm. And and I applaud particularly a, a person in your situation that can kind of get on board together at the same time as well as you can. But you've and, got no choice. Yeah. This is our child. Yeah, I think... And we're not perfect. Yeah, oh, yeah but I, I would suggest that there'd be a lot of people out there that just really struggle to even get on the same page. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, versus... And sometimes know. we're not. Yeah. But we need to be on the same page really quick. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. if we're not, she falls apart even more. And yeah. we can see that. And occasionally one of you just loses your shit, I'm sure. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. But the great thing is, is we had to learn if one of us was really struggling because we were tired or because we just weren't getting anywhere, the other one would go, I've got this. Yeah. And so we would actually walk out of the room and the other one would take over. Yeah. Back in the day, we used to call it um, tagging. Absolutely. Like if you were really struggling with someone you were working with, you'd go, can you come in? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and. And then the method that we used, the person that was in the middle of it had to be the, the person to call the tag. You couldn't go in and tag in for somebody. They right. had to call no, out. No, see, we can tag in. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And it was just probably just a different thing for us. But yeah, I, I say to people all the time, if you've done parenting, you've done behavior management. Absolutely. Um, you've done personal care, obviously. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> you've done all of that sort We've of done stuff. that. So for you now, for and actually, I'm interested, um, your other daughter. Mm-hmm. Any any signs? Any anything you kind of looked at, or did you just go, "Hang on, you're you're all right." Shit, we don't know how to deal with that. Yeah, no, she, she's she's <laughs> got her there? own. She's 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 got her own little quirks in the world. Um, no, she doesn't have anxiety. Yeah, not at all. Um, is it because we're parenting her the same as we are an anxious child? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. She's probably well. She has. She's grown up knowing the strategies. Yeah. Her calm down box is the size of her sister's. Yeah, it's really interesting because um the. 
wellness kickstart stuff that we do mm-hmm. and even the, the harder version that Caitlin did, which was the 75-day hard challenge. Mm. Um, I have a girl that I work with who's sort of like, that's kind of my life. Yep. Like outside of the reading a book every day. Yep. Um, she's a, a an equestrian rider, so she rides her, her horses morning and afternoon. So mm-hmm. these are two exercise sessions. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, watches what she eats and doesn't drink alcohol and drinks lots of water. Yep. So she's like, I just do these things yeah. without actually That's right. having to think about them. And even like the stuff we do, like exercise, there are people I know exercising, eating right, drinking mm-hmm. water. That's just part of their routine. They that's do right. it. They don't actually have to physically yep. think about it. They just do it. Mm. And that's just how they live their life. And I often sort of think, like, I wonder, you know, obviously everyone has poor mental health and times mm. when their mental health is, you know, on the verge of being a mental health condition. But I, I wonder if perhaps their resilience is based around the idea that some of us have to learn to live our life that way. Yeah. And they just live their life that way naturally. Yep. So with your two girls, mm. one of them's had to learn to live like that, That's but the right. other one's just kind of She's been always, born into it. Yeah. Yep. She just lives it like that and doesn't realise she's right. actually doing all of these really cool things to look yep. after her mental health. That's right. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. Yep. And it is our norm. Yeah. And even when we have friends come over, friends with kids, I do the same thing. If they're having a meltdown, I instantly kick into yeah. that mode. Yeah. Come and on now, let's go and... Absolutely, but what's beautiful is my girls will do the same thing. Yeah, try so the feelings box. Or they will. Yeah. They will run and grab yeah. their box or their weighted blanket. Yeah. And they'll say, come on, which one would you like? And they're very good at sharing those yeah. things with other people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not with each other. Oh, they're actually not too bad. Actually, it's it's interesting. That's mine! Yes, it, if they're both yeah. well, that's what happens. But if one of them's having a meltdown that wasn't caused by the other one, the yeah. other one goes and helps. Yeah. So that's nice. It, it's it is nice. Like, it, it can is nice. be beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It really can be beautiful. They yeah. recognizing it in other people, and they recognizing it in themselves. Particularly, um, uh, there's an emotional maturity to that as mm, well as like, emotional intelligence that is yep. really interesting. Yep, yeah. there is. Yeah. Um, and and <laughs> what about your feelings box? Do you have one, or is it just the bar in there with the? <laughs> it, it, Possibly. We will not promote self-medicating at all. Um, <laughs> I did notice the bar as I walked in. Yep, I thank you. The, the thank shelf. you. Yep, yeah, it's, a, it's a good one. Um, no, look, I my happy place is my chi gym. Yeah, yep. Um, and I talk about it all the time because it's who I am. Yeah. Um, but we just, you've got to get through. You know, we get tired and we can't be bothered doing a lot of stuff. So we don't. Yeah. Um, we just have to learn that, you know, she's our priority yeah. in that respect. And when she's calm, then we can just breathe. Yeah. And life we'll, just life just works. It does. Yeah. It does. I feel like the, the final question has three parts to okay. it. Because um, I talk about what do you do, what you go to for looking after mental health. Mm-hmm. But I reckon there's a couple of different elements to it. Let's go with number one. What you go to for your daughter? What What's the thing that you kind of go right? This is what I'm. This works. This is what I'm going to try. This is our most effective thing. What's the go to? The go to at the moment is what do you think you need? Okay. Because she has learned that she has a toolkit. Yeah. She knows what's in the toolkit. Okay. So she can then think about: Do I need to do the alphabet game? Do I need to go to my calm down box? Okay. Do I need a hug? Do I need to do something else? Yeah. Um, most of the time it's, I don't know. So yeah. then we'll make a suggestion yeah. about things that have worked in the past. Yeah. Now, because it worked yesterday, it doesn't mean it'll work today. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we need to be prepared with a, a whole, you know, toolkit ourselves of what we can suggest to her. Yeah. So that's our go-to thing is to be ready and say, right, what do you think you need? If she's not sure, then we will step in and offer the help, but yeah. not force it. Okay. For you, mm-hmm. uh, outside of cheer, yep. um, what's your go-to? I've got some really great friends that understand. So they know her. They've obviously known her her whole life. Yeah. Um, they've seen the struggles that we've had and yeah. they've seen the, you know, things that we've overcome yeah. and the achievements. Yeah. So... So a really good support network absolutely, for you guys. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Friends that aren't judgmental and they yeah. get it and yeah. get her. Yeah. So I will just ring them and go, oh my goodness. <laughs> you got 10 minutes. Can I talk about Absolutely. This? And they've always, yeah. you know, they're always available, which is phenomenal. I'd be lost without them. 
And then thirdly, as a family, mm-hmm. what's the go-to in terms of it's just been really terrible, we need to do something to snap this Yep. Mood. So we spend time together. Just that, as you said before, playing games. Absolutely. Playing a board game or we'll just sit down and colour in as a family or we will sit down yeah. and watch something on TV. Parks and things like that, is that part of it? Because the physical stuff is really, like my little one I find if we can get her to do physical stuff, she's gets calm. It can be sometimes. Yeah. Um, however, then we would argue about where we go because <laughs> funnily enough, if there's two different options, the kids will choose the opposite. Oh, so. Yes. It's always, it's a, I think it's a law. Isn't Absolutely. It? It's just it's the rule of having two kids and two options. You both choose something different. Yeah. Um, so, again, our meltdowns tend to happen when it's not <laughs> it's time to like go to deliberate. the park. What does she got to choose? I'm going to do the complete Absolutely. Yeah. And it's going to be at 9.30 at night when everyone's really tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we kind of can't go to the park then. But, yeah. you know, we just, we spend time with them. Yeah. One of the big um, revelations, I, I knew a person who... Um, inadvertently discovered that the Nintendo Wii, that gaming console that yep. was out years ago, that was really good. Um, they would put the Wii on and just start playing it because they could do it all the time. Of course. And it was like, you know, 10 o'clock at night, put mm-hmm. the Wii on for half an hour. Yep. And the mood was instantly changed. Yep. Like yep. it was just incredible. Um, before I let you go, mm-hmm. um, for, for parents that are sitting, listening to this for mums, for dads that are going, oh, shit, man, that's my kid. Mm-hmm. Like I really get that, yeah. and I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. What do you suggest? What do you? What's your advice for somebody who's sitting there going, "I think it's my kid." That sounds like my kid. Yeah, um, you need to go to a GP, mm. uh, book them into a psychologist that specialises or is reputable for children. Yeah. Um, we the first psychologist office we walked into was a bare room with two board games. <sighs> And we wondered why it didn't work. Yeah. Um, the next one that we went to that we stuck with for years was a toy store. Yeah. It was phenomenal. They had every toy known to man and it was it was a playground for children. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, you know, talk to people in your area, ask for recommendations for a yeah. child psychologist, yeah. book them in because normally the wait lists are horrendous. Yeah. Um, go to the GP. You can get a mental health care plan for children, which will give you um, sessions at a yeah. reduced rate. Um, yeah, it's, is it the same for like 10 sessions? Absolutely. Like yeah, yeah. Yep, exactly the same okay, as an adult. Cool. So book them in, go to your GP, get the mental health care plan, yeah. um, go to Kmart and get a sensory box. Buy the squishies. Of, buy a bunch of shit from the Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Toys yep. and yep. tactile stuff. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. It, depending on the child, um, a lot of ours were done as a surprise because yeah. they loved opening things. Okay. So, um, but again, if you've got a child that likes to be in control, then give them a budget and send them shopping. Yeah. So have things at home ready. I mean, it came out, you could just... Absolutely. Virtually... It's phenomenal. Put a room together. You can. You absolutely <laughs> 50 can. 50 bucks. Yeah. The yeah. toy section, the craft section, and the gift section when you have yeah. birthday parties, let them yeah. go nuts. Interestingly... Um, so, like, I work in training, as you know, mm-hmm. and um, and people may not know that about me, but um, interestingly, those tactile things work really well for maintaining attention while people are training. Mm-hmm. I put a bunch of them on the table. That's right. And initially, the funny thing is, initially, people think it's a test. Like, mm. oh, well, if I reach for this thing, it's going to, you know, tell yeah. you this about me. No, it's not. That's not it at all. Yeah. It probably is, but mm-hmm. it, but I don't. That's not what I'm using it for, and I certainly don't know what that answer yep. is. But um, it's for the people who are tactile learners and kinesthetic learners and need mm-hmm. to be doing something. That's right. And so you'll just see people sort of initially kind of mock it a little bit mm. and then eventually kind of go, oh, just grab that thing and I'll just mm-hmm. twirl this around my fingers. Pipe cleaners, they love pipe cleaners. Because you can twist them and bend them and curl yeah, them. Yeah, mm-hmm. the stuff that people make out of those things yeah. as well, flowers yep. and all but sorts of But distraction is a fantastic technique for kids. yeah. yeah. You're not removing them from the situation. You are simply directing their brain somewhere else to do something constructive while the other part settles down. Yeah. So ultimately, it's about being proactive in that. Absolutely. It's about starting some of those other things at Mm -hmm. the same time, but not being afraid to kind of go down that medication and counseling route because... Absolutely not. Ultimately, it's the peace peace and quiet of your household and your family. Well, I've got a 12-year-old that is so you know, so well-adjusted and functioning beautifully. Yeah. Absolutely beautifully. And hopefully as she becomes an adult, understands her anxiety, gets it. She already does now. And then is able to manage it as she gets along. That's right. 
That's right. And you've saved her future husband a lot of grief as well. I hope so. God, imagine. I really hope so. <laughs> yep. Heaven help him if he's got anxiety. It won't last long. The two of them together. <laughs> like oh, fire rockets. No, she'll be counselling him. It'll be fabulous. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for your, for, for your time. I appreciate thank it. Thank you for yours. Hello, folks. Thank you for listening to the latest episode of our podcast. Uh, before I go, could I please ask uh, just a couple of small favours? Number one, uh, we would very much, as we said at the start, love for you to review this podcast. And, of course, please share this podcast. Um, the reviews help us to uh, help other people to see what this podcast is about. And, of course, the sharing helps us to get our message out there. We don't have any money, so we're really relying on uh, social media to be able to spread this message. Uh, equally, if you listen to this podcast, now we do a warning at the start, but if you listen to this podcast and anything uh, triggered for you or it made you think about your own mental health or well-being or someone who you love's mental health or well-being, please uh, take steps to help to either manage that yourself or to support someone to manage their mental health. Uh, if you do feel like you are need to talk to somebody, uh, and you can't talk to friends or family, please go and see your GP. Or, of course, you can call Beyond Blue on 1300 224636. Men's Line Australia on 1300 789978. Lifeline on 13 11 14. Or, of course, the Kids Helpline on 1800 551800. If you or someone that you love is in immediate danger, please call triple O. Uh, but at the very least, please um, find a way to manage your mental health and your mental health conditions. And please support the people that you love to manage their mental health and mental health conditions. And again, if something you've heard today triggers for you, please go and seek um, some support uh, immediately to manage your mental health condition, whether that's one of the helplines we just mentioned or the GP. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time.